Welcome to Take It From The Iron Woman. My name is Susanne Müller, your host and the Iron Woman. This podcast is about empowering yourself and others to make real changes in the world. You will hear from everyday, smart, sophisticated, hip people like you and me. Not everybody has to be an Iron Woman to impress the world. Together, we will learn from the sports and business leaders how you can become a more successful person as an entrepreneur or a leader. It's one step at a time, one day at a time. Take your steps now. Take your big steps now. Join me on this journey to success. Take it from the Iron Woman. This is actually what's happening when you talk too much, when you have too many things in common. So here we have Sean again with us. This is a bonus episode. I am certainly interested in women running. How did that come all about? Sean has seen many developments and certainly developments for the better. Chime in today. Let's listen to him, what he has seen over the years. My interest is about women running because obviously I'm a woman. I started to run in uh, 1993 was my first marathon. There were many women. I was at the women's start in New York City. So for me, running has always been there. But tell us a little bit about the women's running. You've seen that movement. Well, yes. When I first started doing uh, road racing, I mean, we had in, in our high school, we had no girls track team until I was about a junior in high school. And road racing, there were no women road racing back then in the 70s. Not probably, I'm thinking 1974, 75, maybe 76, we started seeing one or two which show up. And people, everybody knew them, you know. Um, and yeah, you know, okay, there's, uh, in fact, one of the road races I ran when I was 15 or 16, it was a 10 miler, and uh, there was a woman right there next to me the whole time and I'm like this is crazy like I can't lose this woman it turned out to be 40 Madeira who was from Sherburne and uh, was a 230 marathoner it was just you know or 235 around that time and was just breaking into it she was one of the first in the area and also in high school I knew Lynn Jennings who was a a world-class runner later on in college and and and, but she went to high school you know two or three towns over from me and uh, her coach used to confer with my coach on training techniques I knew Lynn from way back when but um I don't think that women really started running probably around 1978 79 80 is when the big running boom happened and then you started women started filtering in I was amazed between 19, and even in, when I was racing in the, in the early 80s, there were a few women, but not a lot. And then I didn't race again to about 2008. And I realized at that point that 53% of the people here are women. Yeah. And it was a huge, I was just like, this is so fantastic. <laughs> because uh, it was no longer, we were just the odd geeky runner guys. You know, it was everybody and it was all inclusive. And we re- I really yeah. loved that idea. Beautiful. Yeah. And since you are in the Boston area with the first woman running in Boston as under the name of a man, right? I think that's uh, amazing what happened there. And uh, yeah. yeah. Well, there was a club in uh, Boston called the Liberty AC, Liberty AC, which is a Liberty Athletic Club. And that was one of the first uh, women's running teams mm-hmm. in the country. Mm-hmm. And yeah. uh, they're instrumental in bringing a lot of people in. 
So Boston is the Mecca for the running, right? It's the Boston Marathon. It's the Mount Everest for the runners. So it's the best place right. to be. Yeah. Right. It, it certainly is. Yeah. But uh, no, I thoroughly enjoy uh, having women out there and it's just a fantastic thing. And, and it's, I can't say enough about it. <laughs> That's good. We're happy to see that. I think it's also for young women or girls, like it's empowering. You get to the competitive edge so we as women as girls we need to learn that because sometimes we don't have that self-confidence so it's i think running oh. is very good oh absolutely and um when i ran in wellesley high school our cross-country team was basically 16 guys right now i believe that wellesley cross-country team is over 100 participants and i think about 60 of them are women so it's a huge, huge deal. You go down to the cross-country practice and it's just all these you know, young, you know, older girls and women, young women, uh, who are just out there and they're taking it and they're, they're, uh, they're making their way and they're really empowering and, and great to see. And they're going to take the, the life lessons that they learned through running about hard work and discipline and they're going to carry that through their whole life and in, you know, as well as the guys. Uh, but it's, it's really... A, a great thing and running is a disciplined sport it's very rewarding mm -hmm. and uh, you can do it by yourself and you can do it in a team and it pretty much encompasses all aspects of your life and what your life is going to be yeah, I think so. especially when you start at a young age it's about the dedication the endurance sometimes we also have to learn with the injuries like how can we get over this and especially when they're young about the plateau so they go every time Probably you've seen that you go faster, faster, faster. And at one point, right. there's no more faster. And then you're like, what do I do? Train harder, do weight training or whatever, right? And then whatever. there's other... or, tra or, train, or train less sometimes. Yeah. Uh, it's never linear. I, I mean, there's always plateaus. And then sometimes you overtrain and you have to back off and you have to have a good coach to know when that happens. But, mm -hmm. um, but yeah, you have to go through all these processes yeah. in, in your life and in your training. and like I said, they, it, it encompasses all aspects of life. You have to learn, so. and that's how it affects uh, everybody, and, I believe. What about you? Have you been a coach or not? No, no. I um, never really got into coaching. Mostly it was time constraints. Okay. Um, right. I've, never, I've never had the time constraints, although my, a few of my best friends are coaches. Yeah. And, uh, but I've always, I, I own my own business, and I kind of have to uh, cater to my own time schedule. So. And we all have other things to now, do. And the level of expertise now in coaching, it used to be that, you know, our coaches were, you know, the high school gym teacher or the math teacher who used to run in high school or something like that. But now the training programs and the, and the uh, training they have to go through was pretty intense. And, I mean, it's extraordinary the amount of uh, knowledge in, in, that the coaches have nowadays. And uh, yeah. you really have to listen to them. It's not so only to know. putting on your shoes, like it's the mental, it's the nutrition, it's the, the being present Absolutely. and everything. Yeah, it's has changed, yeah. Yeah. No, it's a, it's a big, big, uh, big thing. <laughs> All right. Wonderful. So keep up the running, keep being happy and healthy. I think that's also what we need to be when we get old, be happy that's with right. where we are now and stay healthy. Fantastic. Okay, thank you. Thank, thank you very you. much, Suzanne. Interesting to hear from Sean to talk about the women's running. Actually, we need the women in the races. I love all the races that are men and women competing against each other. 
Again, many more marathon stories waiting for you. Chime in every Monday morning. We'll have a new episode. Take it from the Iron Woman. Leave us a comment. Thank you very much.